Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Robert Hayden, an American poet who lived from 1913 to 1980. He was the poet laureate, a consultant in poetry to the Library of Congress from 1976 to 1978, and he was the first African-American writer to hold the office. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Those Winter Sundays. It goes like this. Sundays, too, my father got up early and put his clothes on in the blue-black cold. Then, with cracked hands that ached from labor in the weekday weather, made banked fires blaze. No one ever thanked him. I'd wake and hear the cold splintering, breaking. When the rooms were warm, he'd call. And slowly I would rise and dress, fearing the chronic angers of that house. Speaking indifferently to him, who had driven out the cold and polished my good shoes as well. What did I know? What did I know of love's austere and lonely offices? I think this is a wonderful poem. It's a poem that is full of so many surprises. There are so many twists and turns, so to speak. The first one, I guess, comes with the second line. Sun, or the second word, rather, I'm sorry. Sundays two, my father got up early. The whole poem turns or sort of means based on that word two, I think. It could have said... Sundays, my father got up early and put his clothes on in the blue-black cold. But no, it says Sundays too, my father got up early, which implies that this is not something that happens uh, just on the weekend. This is an everyday thing, that this is a habit, that there is a consistency to this. And then the next surprise comes on the last phrase of the final line of the first stanza. No one ever thanked him. So at the beginning, the habit seems um, perhaps quotidian, but also um, honorable, right? And and um, like it's it's uh, selfless. Selfless, I think, is the word. So his father gets up early and puts on his clothes, and, and with his cracked hands that are aching from the work that he does every day, he makes the fires before anybody else is up. No one ever thanked him. And with that one phrase, the poem turns it turns um melancholy and then we get the next stanza the second stanza in the middle four lines talks about the cold splintering and we get a surprise in the final line again because he talks about how he'd hear the cold splintering and then when the rooms were warm he would endure the cold long enough for the rooms to get warm the father would and then he'd call and our narrator would rise and dress but then the final line, fearing the chronic angers of the house. And the the idea that the house itself has these sort of inherent aches, these, these, uh, these chronic conditions, that anger is a chronic condition of the house is that's a really powerful image. And it goes back to the to the idea of the cracked hands that ache, that the hands ache chronically, and so does the house. It aches with the anger that's in it. So at the end of each of these first two stanzas, we've had this turn. The first stanza is, ends with a sort of melancholy turn, right? 
No one ever thanked him. The second stanza ends a little bit darker, um, a little bit sad. It's beyond melancholy, I think. There's the, the house has angers that, that are chronic within it, in the bones of the house. And then we get our final stanza. Talks about how he speaks indifferently to the father who had driven out the cold and then also polished the shoes. And so there is a sort of selflessness and a nobility. The father may be angry. He's participating, it would seem, in the anger of the house. And yet there is a sort of selflessness in his actions. And he recognizes that he spoke indifferently to him. It's not that he spoke angrily to him, although perhaps he did. He participated as well in the anger but he realizes that he was indifferent to the selflessness. What did I know, he says, what did I know of love's austere and lonely offices? And with that line there, the surprise is that I think we don't know who to blame for the melancholy, for the sadness, for the things that were difficult about this house. Because on the one hand, he's saying, I didn't know. How could I have known? You know, the, the lonely office, his line speaks or suggests a sort of monk, right? A sort of asceticism to the father's actions. But he says, I didn't know. He didn't understand. Love's austere and lonely offices. And so he, to some extent at least, takes the blame on himself, even as surely there was uh, a role that, this selflessness perhaps was covering up or uh, an anger, uh, uh, difficulty, problems that the, the selflessness was covering up. But then later, it's in the context of the poem, he seems to be honoring that selflessness at the same time. So I, lo- I love how each line offers this different sort of surprise. And in the end, it's a sort of empathetic poem. It's a melancholy poem, but there is a l- empathy laced through it. In her book, The Art of Poetry, it's a, you know, a curriculum for teaching poetry, a poet Christine Perrin writes this about this poem. She mentions that he presents, quote, the facts unadorned, and there aren't many adjectives beyond what, we, what will communicate the necessary message. The speaker is determined to give us an accurate picture. He isn't trying to make himself or his father look better than they were, as often happens in funeral speeches, for example. From the beginning of the short poem, we hear regret in his voice. And there's the sense that the speaker's failure cannot be easily set right. That failure is communicated in every element of the poem, including and perhaps especially in its elegant shape, the unpatterned, unrhymed lines and stanzas. The skillful use of silence in this poem also communicates the speaker's sense of failure, while at the same time creating space for reverence, remembrance, and perhaps in some way, forgiveness. End quote. With that, uh, with those lovely lines, those lovely paragraph from Christine Perrin. I'll turn back to the poem and read it one more time for you. Robert Hayden's Those Winter Sundays. Sundays, too. My father got up early and put his clothes on in the blue-black cold. Then with cracked hands that ached from labor in the weekday weather, made banked fires blaze. No one ever thanked him. I'd wake and hear the cold splintering, breaking. When the rooms were warm, he'd call, and slowly I would rise and dress, fearing the chronic angers of that house, speaking indifferently to him who had driven out the cold and polished my good shoes as well, 
What did I know? What did I know of love's austere and lonely offices? This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back on Monday with another poem for you.